Hello, this is your Frankly Speaking host, Andrew Powell. On this episode, we are joined by three members of the next generation of ag producers. Join us as we discuss how they came to work in agriculture, what brought them to the poultry industry, and where their interests lie. My name is Luis Avila. I am originally from Guatemala, Guatemala City. I grew up in the city for the most part. And at 18 years old, I decided to study agriculture and I went to a university in Honduras called Samorano. And here's where I decided to pursue an ag career. And then after that, I worked two or three years in the industry uh, back in Guatemala, three years. And then I decided that I needed to study more. So I went to Auburn University and studied poultry science. That's how I got to know Kelly and Dr. Wilson. And then I decided to do a PhD in poultry science too in UGA. So here I am in my second year of my program. I'm Jennifer Richter and I am a Georgia native. So I've been here my entire life and didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was interested in being a vet, like the typical little girl growing up. Um, Always loved animals, but just didn't really know what I wanted to do. And actually thankfully for Kelly Sweeney over here, She's the one who got me into poultry. I was an animal science student working on my bachelor's and she was like, take a poultry class. You'll like it. You'll like it. Went two weeks later, changed my major. Been in the chicken industry ever since and took an internship with a primary breeder company and really just fell in love with research and development and especially the genetic side. So I'm currently a PhD student working with animal breeding and genetics, hoping to one day become a poultry geneticist. So that's kind of my background. My name is Kelly Sweeney. I'm originally from North Carolina, where I grew up on a Christmas tree and beef cattle farm. So it's a long stretch from Christmas trees and beef cows to get into chickens. Um, But I moved to Georgia and I saw my first chicken house. I really didn't know what it was. Um, It was something that was very interesting to me. It was something that I didn't know a lot about. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a lady that invited me into her chicken house. It was breeders, so I really didn't know anything other than breeders as I started to learn about poultry. Met the extension group, extension faculty at UGA through FFA in high school, and um, just fell in love with it, fell in love with the poultry industry, and decided, like, hey, this is something for me that I can really learn and excel at. It's something that's new to me. Um, So I got my undergraduate in poultry science, and then I started a PhD in 2018, and I'll be finishing up at the end of this month on my PhD. That's exciting. Yeah. I do think it's really funny how we all end up where we are. So I, kind of like you, grew up in a dairy environment. Grandparents owned a dairy farm, did the horse thing. I left um, some details out, but I also never imagined myself working with poultry, because like you were saying, my dad... And my grand, I come from an ag background, but I wasn't raised in the farm because of multiple reasons. I think growing in very isolated regions in my country is difficult. So I grew up in the city, but I never understood agriculture to- totally like what my dad did in the dairy farm. I never understood what he did. And it was until I went to school that I was like, oh, like there's a whole like science behind agriculture and the impact that you do on people by supplying food is, is huge. And I think it's a good career too. And how I got to chickens was just, I guess I found more opportunities in the poultry industry. And here I am too, studying more about chickens. Yep. Yeah, they, they really hooked me in when they told me uh, we have a 100% job placement <laughs> from our department at UGA. Um, so growing up, like, you know, Luis was talking about growing up in a rural area, how it's not that great. Well, being from rural North Carolina, 
and being from a farming family, I saw the like the financial struggles and how hard my family had to work to just make ends meet, but they were always so proud of what they did and being like good stewards of the land that I knew that I wanted to be involved in agriculture. But knowing that I would have a job and a good job in the poultry industry, I knew that I could still have a, a positive impact, um, but always have a, a good job. There's also a big diversity in the different jobs that you can do within yes. the poultry industry. I mean, just look at us. We are all studying the same sort of species yeah. but vastly different things and mm-hmm. how important it is to kind of be well-rounded and have you know multiple aspects that you're good at and you understand and i think that's valuable yeah i agree with that i think from my perspective back home like you know it's a small country and the market is just small compared to what the us or other countries have in terms of poultry so i never got the big idea or the big concept of how many job opportunities are like Jennifer was saying, like now I come here and like, I see like all these positions for feeding managers, hatchery managers, people that can work with growing up rollers or any other poultry species. So yeah, I think it's a big industry offering a lot of opportunities for people. And I'm, I'm getting, you know, proud of being part of it too. Even marketing like you. Yeah. And I, I yeah. saw, uh, a facility the other day that was advertising a nurse. It's like even these poultry, <laughs> yeah. like processing plants. Like I mean, you have the whole gamut. So, what excites you most about being part of the poultry or even larger egg industry? What excites me about being part of the poultry industry is that over time, I think we all know that chicken consumption has grown in the past fifty years. So, especially in times where food supply can be limited, I think the chicken meat and eggs are a good source of food. So I'm like always very excited of being part of the industry because I know that I'm contributing to food security. I know that everything that we do, right now I'm in UGA doing research um, as a PhD student, but I know that everything that we do, every time we try to perform better, make these chickens perform better and improve their health and welfare, we're doing that with the ultimate goal of you know, improving the access of food for people. So I think that's what excites me every day about poultry. And of course, being with the animals, being with the chickens can be fun. So I I totally agree. And piggybacking off that, um, just being a part of the ag industry as a whole, we're sitting here to like a wood table. We all have clothes on, like my pants have cotton in them, my shoes have leather on them. Like everything that we touch in our day, uh, a farmer had to be a part of it or like a service tech. You know, somewhere, someday, a farmer, probably from that, that, we just had some chicken minis, his feed line messed up and he was out there late at night or early in the morning. Just the care that these people have for what they do and the, the global impact that they have to supply us, our food, our clothes, our desks, you know, what whatever it is that we need. That's super exciting to be a part of an industry that impacts everybody's daily life. And like what Luis was saying, knowing that we're helping people get a cheap and sustainable piece of protein, you know, we're helping to feed the world. I know that, that kind of sounds a little, you know, big, big minded to think that you're helping feed the world. But I mean, we are, you know, we're trying to do better. We're trying to make sure that everybody's taken care of. And it's super exciting to be a part of something bigger than yourself. I agree. I mean, they both hit the nail right on the head. I mean, that's 
so many of us are excited about making sure that food is available. And poultry is one of the most sustainable. It's one of the cheapest animal proteins. And as the industry continues to grow and we see a need for it, even in first world countries to third world countries, it's poultry is one of those animal proteins that is easy for people to grow. And it's it, it can be that sustainability of that food for that family. Um, I mean, one of the primary breeder companies they work with a third world country and they help provide chickens that they can actually grow themselves in the backyard and then they can sell those eggs as not only profit but um to buy other food for those fa for their family but they can also have that meat and that those egg products right there for them so i think it's really impactful to be in this industry not only here in the u.s but worldwide and i'm really proud to be a part of it i'm really excited to not only help the producer that we work with but also the consumer to get that affordable protein. Yeah, especially in a day like today where you go yeah. to the, even chickens going up. I mean, it's everything's going yeah. up and it's even more and more crucial to be able to make those choices for families. Yeah. In but way. like you were saying, I was looking at one graph the other day about how chicken consumption has risen here in the U.S. Even during coronavirus um, times where, you know, um, I think people were a little shorting money and we struggled a little getting some of the food that we wanted in the stores. Chicken still continued to rise in demand mm -hmm. and other sources of protein, I think were more stable in growth. So, I mean, I'm proud of that, of knowing that I know I didn't cause that, but I'm saying the poultry industry, yeah. yes, helped to facilitate, you know, food to people and affordable protein. So you guys kind of touched on it earlier, but what is each of your areas of focus and why did you pick that? So my area of focus is um, broiler breeders and broiler breeder reproduction and how um, management and feeding programs impacts our broiler breeders as well as kind of their progeny. Um, I picked that in a, in a roundabout way where I'm going to take it back to high school. When I mentioned a lady earlier that allowed me to come into her breeder house. And I absolutely fell in love with it because everything was so, it was almost like everything was freeing in there. And there was so much to learn about it. There was roosters, there were hens, nest boxes, feeders. It was so cool. And then I met Dr. Wilson at the University of Georgia and she had breeders. She, I could get a job working with her. And I just realized how much there was to learn and how big of an impact that breeders have on our food supply. We we're just talking about mm. food securities. Um, there's a pyramid out right now that says that 29,000 breeder hens are responsible for 4 million broilers. So that's so many birds. And, you know, these breeders, the small number of breeders is impacting our food supply. And, you know, there's not that many people working with breeders. And I just think that it's an art and a science and they're so much fun and they have their own personalities in a way and they're, <laughs> they can be difficult to manage and they just, they constantly challenge you. And I, I love a good challenge. So that's kind of, kind of how I pick breeders and what I do with them. I absolutely love it. So very similar to Kelly, I work with broader breeder hens for the most part. But my focus has been a little different. Right now, I'm focusing more on nutrition and feeding management. See how manipulating the diet or sanitizing the feed or feeding them differently can hopefully promote reproduction. Like Kelly was saying, the breeders are very important for supplying 
all these brawler chicks, but I think over time they're having challenges with reproduction. So I'm focusing on nutrition and breeder hens. And the way I got to breeders is way different from Kelly. I don't have as much experience as her. Um, I started a couple of years ago here in UGA, and that was probably the first time I really got um, to know these chickens. But it all went back to, goes back to my bachelor's when I decided to be a animal nutritionist. Back then, I wanted to be a cattle nutritionist. But like I said, over time, I went home after my bachelor's and started working in nutrition, mostly in poultry, because there are more opportunities in poultry, and ended up going to Auburn to study something totally different from what I'm doing right now. It was mostly broiler nutrition and muscle development, because in the end, a broiler, we eat, what we eat from a broiler chicken is a muscle pretty much. So I have changed over time, and that path led me to, okay, I need to learn something different, something that can get me where I want to go. Um, like I said, I want to be an animal nutritionist and hopefully one day I can be a breeder nutritionist after I graduate. So I'm a little bit different from these two. I actually don't work every day with birds. Um, I'm working in animal breeding and genetics. So I nine to five sit behind a computer and crunch numbers, but I still get to work with large data sets. Um, and I, I kind of got into this in a roundabout way. I always loved working with the animals. Um, but when I went and did my internship, I kind of got exposed to this different side of the industry. And we still worked with birds. We worked with the producers, but we were really focused on the numbers, on the phenotypes that are collected on these animals. And these phenotypes go on to help us create breeding values to then select the best animals to become parents of the next generation. And so we're working on that genetic improvement and that um, genetic potential that those animals have that then these other two specialists come in and help get to that genetic potential. Um, I got into it just because I wanted to help improve the industry and I saw this as a good way to do so. I mean, it all starts with the genetics. If the genetic potential isn't there, management can only go so far. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of things that we're working on improving like sustainability, welfare traits. And I think that's really vital for the future especially with our industry and how consumers are being more aware of how our food is being produced. And they're asking a lot more questions now. And so we need to be able to answer those questions in the best way possible and help produce the best bird that's, you know, has those health traits that are really vital while still producing enough um, protein for the consumers. So. So Jennifer's going to change the genetics so we can go from 29,400 million birds to 29,000 breeders to 600 million broilers. There you mm -hmm. go. Louise is going to show us how to feed them, and then I'm going to help us manage them. So we've got it all here. Let's go. It's right here. Make our own breeder company. And yeah. we have all been learning to do through our academic programs. We've been doing to learn through internships and, and research projects. Um and earning to live and living to serve like we're entering the industry as young professionals it's time for us to live to serve and you know we always need to be you know earning to live but it's time for us to step up and be the new generation and, and serve our industry of agriculture and i know that you guys sitting here at this table are the deeds people like you're gonna say it but you're also gonna go out and do the deed and get it done yeah, but yeah it's it's super awesome to to have these people be like we're all relatively the same age right here and we're all working to to make it better and you know while we're all in the breeder industry we're all doing something that's so so different 